When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Sabrina. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, and you? Excellent. Thank you. Awesome, Sabrina. Here are the three headlines. Is the real headline A, a man huffs compressed air in front of a cop, tries to speed away, and then hits two parked cars in a mailbox? Is it B, a man robs a gas station and then slips on a banana peel, breaking his leg while trying to get away? Or is it C, a man is arrested for dressing up like a gorilla and running through the zoo? Um, I'm going to go A. It is A. Good job. Nice work. Yeah, this story plays out pretty much how one would expect. You know, there's, uh, there's a getaway plan involved, and it's a bad one. The guy never had a chance. A 33-year-old guy in Gainesville, Florida. His name is David Yates. He was huffing compressed air in his car on Sunday, and he passed out. When the cops found him, he was slumped over the wheel with his engine running. So they knocked on his window, and he briefly lifted his head up, took another hit of air duster, and passed out again. Mm. So then they started banging on his window. At that point, he finally woke up, noticed the cop, but paused to take another hit of compressed air anyway. And then he tried to drive off, didn't get very far, swerved off the road, struck another vehicle, drove through someone's yard, crashed through a mailbox, hit a second car, and finally came to a stop. Dude. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, no one was seriously hurt. The cops got him into custody. He is facing multiple charges for drugs, fleeing the cops, leaving the scene of an accident, and knowingly driving on a suspended license. Mm. Time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. Preventing cancer with your favorite food. Also, a new beauty line from Crayola. It's Tuesday, the 5th of June, 2018. We're Jeff and Jenny. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Let's talk about cancer and one of America's most favorite foods this morning. A team of scientists and chefs in Italy say that they have developed a pizza that can help prevent cancer and heart disease. It is about time, science. The pizza is made with a wheat flour dough. It uses lots of cherry tomatoes, broccoli rabe, rabe? How do you pronounce that? Yeah, broccoli rabe, right? Broccoli rabe. I should know. I know what it looks like. Yeah. I think it's rabe. I can't remember. Broccoli rabe. 
We'll add olives to that, garlic, and chilies as topping. So these are all superfoods? Where's the cheese? <laughs> There's no cheese. Where's Where's the meat? The it's, smoked meat? I'm sorry. It does use a lot of olive oil. But as Tim noticed, there are three ingredients I did not mention. Cheese is one. Meat is the other. And sauce. So basically, it's a vegetable pile on some wheat bread. Yeah, essentially, with a lot of olive oil. <laughs> Pizza. And no pineapple. Sorry to all the people that Ew. passionately defend that. I do. But the team says if you eat this pizza a few times a week, again, a week? you could eat it a few times a week. This pizza, the wheat flour dough, cherry tomatoes, broccoli, rabe, olives, garlic, chilies, and a lot of olive oil. They say if you eat this pizza a few times a week, the ingredients can help reduce your odds of developing cancer. That is not a guarantee. But it seems like there's no real downside to giving it a shot if those are ingredients that you love. Sounds good. I would. I mean, I would eat that. I would too. But I would want to dip it in some marinara. <laughs> marinara. Yeah. <laughs> you know, best case scenario, no cancer. Worst case scenario, well, you ate a lot of pizza. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure anyone makes it through childhood without developing a passion for Crayola crayons at some point in their life. So here's some good news. Now that you're an adult. You're going to get a chance to draw that nostalgia all over your face. Is this a makeup line? It is. It's a it's a beauty line of makeup face crayons launched by Crayola. And they come in the classic yellow and green Crayola boxes and everything, Fritchie. Oh, nice. Are they the, pull these up and look at them. Are they the actual colors, like the crayons, like chestnut or carnation pink? Oh, it might be. For, like, the blush, they might have rose. Sometimes. There are 50... 50- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Eight different products in 95 different colors, including eyeshadow, highlighters, mascaras, lipstick, oh, yeah. and more. yeah. This is so cool. Do you guys remember when you used to use, like, the watercolor paints, mm-hmm. and they were all in those little kind of circles? That's what the makeup looks like. Okay. There you and go. And it's got, like, a little mirror where the little shelf would be where you put the paintbrushes. So what colors would you use if you were going to use that on me? A little burnt sienna? Maybe. Magenta. I, <laughs> <laughs> I would like you in a nice uh, purple shade. Okay. Maybe a little blue violet. Little blue violet at the top. Rubine Red. <laughs> if you want them, you can order them from the online fashion store. What is that? ASOS? <laughs> A-S-O-S. <laughs> yes. Oh, bless your heart. No. It's like pick your purse all over again. It is. So your baby hears you saying, hey, Alexa. Or All the time. Hey, Siri. I used to joke about that being, I was like, because when I was uh, 
taking care of Penelope when I was on maternity leave. I would talk to you guys or talk to my family, but I didn't always have a free hand. So I can't say it because my phone is here, but I would be like, you know, hey, Siri, text blah, 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 and tell them blah, 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 blah. And it would work. And I was joking that her first word was going to be, hey, Siri. Well, there's a couple in England who say that their baby just started talking and his first word, no joke, was Alexa because he constantly heard his parents talking to their Amazon Echo and telling Alexa to do things. <laughs> we have one of those um, OK Googles at home, too. And so we'll be like, OK, Google, play the baby shark song. <laughs> yeah. And they say their kid was happy when he would say Alexa because it would always respond. Sorry, I didn't get that. And he would laugh. <laughs> He would laugh and laugh. That's awesome. Yeah. Apple start, started their um, yearly developers conference yesterday. I saw that. this. And they made a bunch of announcements about the next version of iOS, and everyone was hoping they would make Siri smarter, but instead... Oh, they made her more dumb? <laughs> instead, we got tongue detection. What is that? Tongue detection. And emoji do such an amazing job tracking our expressions. And this year, we're taking Animoji to a whole new level, the breakthrough new technology we call tongue detection. <laughs> we're all going to be sticking out our tongues to our phones in the near future. So the Animojis, like I got this new iPhone, it, you, it's an emoji. Yeah. And then you, you talk, you look in the camera and you talk and leave your message for somebody. And if you blink your eyes, the emoji blinks its eyes, and it moves the emoji's mouth with the words that are you're, that oh, you're saying. Oh, so it's called Memoji? Or Animoji. Animoji? Because it's animated. Oh, animate. Got you. But there, there's a, you can pick a fox or a pig or a, or the poop if you want to have oh, a talking poop. I did see people doing that. Okay, well, that makes sense. I think they're supposed to be launching something similar to um, your Bitmojis as well. Yeah. Like They're going to do something where you can create your own Memoji. So is the idea that it's going to mouth the words that you type? It already does. So that way, if so, you can't read words, you could read lips. <laughs> so now, so now, it sounds like now if I stick my tongue out, it will also stick my tongue out. Oh. oh. I don't know. That's how I interpret it. It's evolving it to, ne- to show your tongue movement instead yeah. of just your eyes. Right. That makes sense. Okay. I also heard they're going to do, you can, they're going to be able to do group face time. So if the three of us wanted to FaceTime. Could have a meeting? Yes. We could do all of us at the same time. I don't know why, but I thought you could already do that. You can't do more than one person. Oh, you can't? Yeah. It's just whoever's on the screen and then you in the corner. But this would be like, I could do a split screen with you and Tim. I swear. I you thought, see. Christ, I've seen Kristen's kids on their laptop talking to like 10 different people at once. How do they do that? It must not be through FaceTime. But I, I guess, yeah. So. I was just going to say it might be like a different program or something. Oh. Um, maybe they can do it on the computer and it's just not on your phone yet. Yeah, I don't know. This is something Fritz is going to find disgusting. You know, some people love foot massages. Like if you go and get a pedicure and they give you a foot massage. Hell yeah, I don't care about my nails. Put the salt on my calves and rub. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Yeah. Unless you're really ticklish. I am. That's always the worst part for me. I have to f- mentally think about something sad in order to get through like there when they scrub your feet for the pedicure. 
Yeah, it's the scrubbing. There were just certain points that I'm super sensitive. I have and, to close my eyes, push my foot forward, and think of something the, sad. The scrubbing's okay. For me, it's when they get out the cheese grater. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm shaking. That is for cheese, yeah. not a heel. You're like, like, oh, I think God, I that's bleeding good. now down there. <laughs> Look away. Look yeah. Away. I can't watch it. But I like it when they, they put that lotion on, that cool lotion. and Yes, that's the best. When they give you like the mint, the tea. You want uh, the sugar scrub? The green yes, tea. And they're like rubbing it into your calves <laughs> and your feet. That is good. And right around like the ankle, too, for mm-hmm. some reason, just seems to feel good. But in this study, a new survey asked people how they feel about foot massages. And it turns out, even though most people are good with them, 38% say they're great, 34% say they're fine, but 9% of people hate them. 9%? 9% of people hate foot massages. Women are much likely, much more likely to say they're great. Men don't quite like them as much and are more likely to say they're just okay. But I yeah. know, I feel like a lot of men, I mean, I, don't, I know you two get pedicures, but I think you're kind of the only two men that I know that really go and get a pedicure. And I'm like, you would love it. Just get someone else to like, you know, like rub out your feet or clip your toenails or make everything straight for you. You know, I've gotten them, but I actually don't get them. Like regularly, and it's, you know, it's just because, I don't know, it's just not something you prioritize. Right. But why? Because nobody really sees my feet. Yeah, but if you were going on vacation, like, you know, like, girls love to go get, like, their vacation toes. Yeah. If you were going, like, when you go to Costa Rica, are you going to go get a (laughs) pedicure before you go? You should. I wasn't planning on it, but. But I feel like you should. I don't go regular. Because people are going to see my feet? Yeah. 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 I mean, you're going to wear sandals. Right. A couple times a year, you know, and you don't want have to be all the time. uh, You don't want to be the guy. And this is why I started going. I was out somewhere in the summer where we were wearing sandals and I looked over to a buddy of mine's feet and he had his Birkenstocks on and ooh, that one toenail, that one toe, it was disgusting. I was like, I can never be that guy. I can never be that guy. I got to go. I got to go get a pedicure. So now I do one in the spring before sandal season, one midway through, and then that one (laughs) margarita night in the winter. Do you have them put the clear coat on? I don't know what they do. Yeah. I do have to find that one person, though, that doesn't, that, you know, that knows how to handle my feet without tickling them. And it's usually that part where the, it's not the cheese grater, but it's like a little, um, little it it feels like sandpaper or something when they kind of rub the bottom of your feet. And I'm just, I'm so sensitive when they do that. It's hard for me to sit still. You can tell them not to, like tell them to skip that step. Doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of getting I mean, it, though? not completely, because at least you would still get your toenails cut and all that good stuff. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? The Daily Mail getting results from an Expedia survey on the best places to travel if you're single and you want to fall in love. And the top five all happen to be in the U.S. We have not seen raw data, but it looks like they polled people to find out which spots they'd been to and asked if they tried to hook up while they were there and ranked them according to how many people actually did hook up. So finding love might not be the right phrasing, especially since number one is Vegas. Mm. You know, do people really fall in love there, or do they just get drunk and marry a stranger? I think that's what happens. All right. Well, anyway, here's the top ten. Las Vegas, number one, followed by Miami, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, 
And then uh, you start getting into other parts of the world. Cancun, Rio de Janeiro, Amsterdam, Maui, and Paris. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.